0: Hi everybody, I'm Dr Gavin Scriven. People call me Dr Gav and with me is the founder of the non-surgical penis augmentation procedure uh, we call Calibre, Dr S Knights.
1: Thanks Dr Gav and together we are the dick doctors and we are going to be talking about all things penis. Uh, our area of expertise is um, injectable penis augmentation. There's uh, a lot to talk about um, penises and uh, together myself and uh, Dr Gavin will be doing that.
0: Welcome to the penis show. We're here to just have a, a casual chat um, about some really interesting topics and questions surrounding the penis. Um, but initially, uh, Jase, I just wanted to ask you why um, non-surgical penis augmentation. Uh, how did how did you create Calibre Clinic? Um, yeah, just really would love to know. oh
1: uh, thanks, uh, Dr. Gab. Yeah, so. It's an interesting sort of uh, story that I just had a few guys saying to me, "Look, you know, you've got all these things you can do for women. You know, you've got injections. You know, you don't have to have surgery anymore. Um, do you have anything for me?" And I'm sort of saying, "Like what?" And they're thinking, you know, "To make my uh, penis bigger." And so. It was sort of intriguing, um, and with the ability to search online um, for scientific s- publications, I was able to find that the Koreans had been doing it for um, for a while. Yes, and I tried to get in contact with the with the Koreans, but um, never could quite get in contact with them. Uh, then an Italian plastic surgeon published a paper with a video, and uh, I, I, I saw this video and paper and thought. Uh, it, it's clear that this doctor is a, a urologist. So he's uh okay. surfing, trained in uh, bladder surgery, penis surgery, kidney surgery, but not in, in cosmetic injectables like, like we are. Yes. And I, I think that this procedure could be done a whole lot better. Um, and so after several years of research and planning and you know, especially trying to make sure that anything that we did was really, really safe because safety was the, the number one um, concern when, when mm-hmm. doing something that is really so new, mm-hmm. um, came up with a series of improvements uh, and then just hunted around for guys to, to, to have it. And, you know, it's a bit strange. You're going to, to your friends and stuff saying, look, um, can I inject um, lip filler into your penis? Um <laughs> But eventually, you know, found enough guys and we went really slow. So, like, in in the first 12 months, I did, like, three guys and just sat and waited to see um, what would happen. Wow. And um, no penises dropped off, which was, like, the first criteria. Excellent. And, uh, yeah, that's good. (laughs) And and they were really happy. And the interesting thing about it was I was expecting this to be – a locker room procedure. You know, it's a confidence thing, um, yeah. And, and that's why um, uh, our uh, logo of um, uh, about confidence um, is is so important. Yes. Confidence yes. Is, is everything. Yeah. And um, so I was yeah okay. I was expecting guys to feel confident in um, the locker room, but then I had guys coming back and saying, and my wife really notices it too. And so I hadn't really expected um, expected that. Um, and then the worry was that it wasn't going to last long enough because when we say put this filler in the lift, it may be gone in 12 months. Mm-hmm. And fortunately over time, um, the, the fillers had been getting better and better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we were finding that in different places, fillers last different time. And right. fortunately for us in the penis, it lasts much longer, um, than that same filler would last say in the cheeks. And yep. so we were getting guys who were lasting two or three years uh, and even then not having it, um, at all uh, disappear. So it was, um, it was doing a good job. It was um, making a, a good increase. And when mm-hmm. we were talking about an increase in size, well, obviously, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, an inch is what I, I expect for your average sort of patient. Um, and a bit strange, but you know, the average penis um, is about nine and a half centimeters in, in, in circumference. So it's about, you know, so big mm. uh, when you increase it by an inch it's now that big and it's not, uh, that. difficult
0: to difficult to imagine the increase when you're just talking about centimeters or inches until you show someone
1: yeah and um and then they go oh okay yes now that that's a difference mm. and obviously now you've done hundreds and hundreds of these um so yeah guys were were starting to find that this was a really worthwhile thing. and of course the difficulty then was that nobody knew that it existed mm. uh, and that's when sort of, I guess you came in and we sort of cause I'm over here in, in Perth in Western Australia and we, we couldn't be more isolated. Uh, obviously now mm. one of the most isolated places in the world.
0: Yes.
1: Um, so guy, we're obviously recording this during um, uh, coronavirus pandemic and our Western Australia has its um, hard borders. So uh, you, even if you wanted to come here from Sydney, you couldn't.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, um, so yeah. Then we wanted to bring it to Sydney and um, that's how we got you
0: involved. And uh, look, this all, when did the, all that process begin, Jace? Well, I can't, uh, how long ago? It was, we're talking when you started thinking about the procedure, researching, um, testing um, a few of your your, your, your first clients. When I
1: first had the idea was like 2010.
0: Right, um, not that
1: long ago. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, like a full decade now. It's amazing. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Um, and then... 2012 2013 we sort of had the papers and done the research and the very first treatments were like january 2014 And think it was probably two years later before we got you sort of trained up in sydney
0: exactly yeah okay so really um i i came along a good six years after the initial conception in your in your mind uh, yeah
1: and It it wasn't something we wanted to to rush into. So um, my practice, as as you know, my original training um, is in facial plastic uh, surgery. Yes. And so my work is facelifts and nose jobs and eyelids and Botox and and fillers. And um, I've got a big practice here. Yes. Um, And so this was really branching out. And um, we were sort of thinking you know you could ruin um a a really good successful practice if you have one dick drop off um and and so there was a big worry of how do you make it safe how do you make it safe you know Mm. why aren't people doing this procedure you know is is it something that just doesn't work Mm. Mm. and so that's why um i i introduced using um a cannula so Mm. um Usually, uh, when we first started, you know, a decade ago, when we were first injecting fillers, we were mostly using needles. Mm, um, and talking
0: about the face, just needles straight yeah, into the face. Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah, so needles into the lips and into the cheeks and that sort of thing. Yes. Um, and then maybe around a decade ago, we started getting cannulas. So cannula is like a needle, as you know, but with a blunt sort of tip. So mm-hmm. you need to poke a hole in, in the skin to get under the skin. Uh, And then the cannula slides underneath the skin very easily. And it has that uh, advantage of the safety of of not poking into blood vessels and nerves and things that you don't want it to. And that was like really important. Um, Mm. I I didn't want to be poking sharp needles around if we could avoid it so Mm -hmm. that we, um, we didn't poke into things that we, that we didn't want to. Exactly. Unfortunately, there's that layer in in the skin between the superficial and, and the deep fascia um, the, the layers of, um, of structure in there where there's a, a glide plane and that cannula runs very nicely in there. You can deposit the, um, uh, the filler um, uh, and you don't need to have a sharp needle to do it. Exactly.
0: And with a lot of experience using cannula in the face, it's a very similar kind of technique and, and feeling of doing the procedure in the penis, even though it's at the opposite end of the body. Um, it really yeah. is the similar skill in uh, um, transferring exactly. that pill and understanding how it works in the venus uh yeah. yeah and that's why
1: i thought that we had sort of that advantage being um cosmetic injectors mm. um as opposed to say a, a urologist who's like an expert in surgery in the area but maybe mm-hmm. has never done a cosmetic injection and so sure. when i was looking for somebody to to train and, and expand um caliber in, in, into um, more areas uh, I was looking for somebody who's a cosmetic physician, somebody who's experienced in doing cosmetic injections, uh, like you. Yes, and
0: I became your fellow dick doctor, as they call me.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it's funny how your career goes, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'd I never expected um, that dicks were going to be such a big part of, of my uh, professional life.
0: And I'm sure you didn't, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 a practice bursting with um, uh, patients for um, you know facial aesthetics um you know facelifts as you said uh and coming from an ear nose and throat background um it is a big change it's a big change um but how have you found that so how have you found the process of now being involved in a completely different area uh with men when previously were we were traditionally involved with doing a lot of work with women
1: yeah um so i was consulting uh, a guy for caliber uh, caliber is the name that we, uh, we tend to use uh, for the procedures as people to learn, uh, just this morning. And obviously for him, he, he's never been anywhere and been talking about his penis with another man. Mm. Um, and, uh, like, as you're so familiar, you know, guys are so embarrassed. They're reticent to talk about it. they have got all these things they want to say. Um, and often then once they do start, you, know, you get this tumbling out of everything that they've thought yep. about their penis for the last 20, 30 or, or more years. Yeah. Um, and yeah, when I started, you know, I was nervous, you know. I didn't have a huge experience in uh, handling other men's penises. <laughs> and um, uh, and yeah, it, it, it was... Uh, oh, and now, of course, you just say, hey, drop your pants, you yeah, grab... It. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's your uh, sticking... There. Yeah. It, it, to us it's it's another body part and uh, and guess what guys uh it is just another body part um but uh, i guess the same sort of thing sort of goes you know if we're happy to to do a nose job uh to do a boob job or something is there any reason why it, it isn't just as reasonable to to do a penis augmentation
0: that's right and 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 I guess um, working with the, uh, you know, having created this new procedure and working with these guys, the reasoning behind it, surely it's a very similar reason for all the other improvements that people are making uh, in cosmetic medicine and aesthetic surgery.
1: It is. It's it's basically that same underlying um, sort of issue. Um, And it's to do just with self-confidence and feeling comfortable in, in your body. Um, and as you know, we've been working with psychologists and, and writing um, papers on this for, for a long time now. Mm. Um, and the psychologists, you know, even that the ones that we work with sort of say, well, nobody needs any form of cosmetic surgery. And I can say, yeah, I totally agree with that. You know, I've, I've spent 25 years of my life doing this and, mm. and none of it is, is necessary surgery. But people appreciate it. People like it. And, and you know, as you're so familiar with, Mm. they come back to you and they're so grateful for, mm. for what you've done. Uh, and they feel better in themselves.
0: And that's right. That's the main thing. Um, sorry? That's the main thing. They feel better.
1: It is. And even though so many other people don't notice what it is, and this is the same for especially face sort of things, you know, you know you've know, you had some Botox, you've had some filler, um, Maybe it's not if you've got, you know, double D breasts when you you had, you know, B cups before, but, you know, a a lot of this thing, other people don't notice, but people in themselves, they feel it and they feel more confident. They feel better about themselves and then they present. And for guys, this is the same thing, except they've never been able to discuss it. You know, they haven't been able to talk about it, you know, to anybody, not even like people in their family, um, their partners, anything like this. Yeah. and it's this repressed concern yeah and I get the feeling that's that's you know really bad for you like if mm. you've got a concern and you can at least discuss it with people mm. that can help improve it but if you're not even allowed to discuss it then it becomes this issue and it's always there at the back and you know, I'm sure you get this story so many times you get a guy who comes back it's you know a couple of months after it and they sort of telling you about how they feel more confident in everything in their lives, in their business, in their social sort of interactions, and yeah, I, I didn't expect that. You know, in two thousand and fourteen, when we when
0: we first started doing this, a hundred percent, yeah. And I, I can I have to agree with you. I've had the same experience, um, and I didn't expect it either. Um, I, I didn't expect guys to have uh, to to make it make such a change in their lives, the way that they felt in everyday life, even though no one else knew that they had the procedure done. Yeah. They weren't going out and putting their hand up uh, yeah. and telling other people they had the procedure done, but they felt different about themselves. They felt great. Um, and and that, that, that was really nice, a, a really nice thing to see. We've both been very surprised um, with the reaction from our clients, uh, our customers saying how they it made them feel a lot better within themselves. It's a nice surprise. It, it was a really good surprise to get. Um, so that that's, That's been a bit of a revelation and and it has been shown also been reflected in some of the studies that um, Calibre Clinic has been conducting with yourself, Jase.
1: Yeah. So that was the other thing when I was researching this a decade ago, there had been a few papers published and then nothing sort of silence. Um, And so since then um, I've published a a number of, um, uh, of articles uh, in, in the Aesthetic uh, surgery journals, and um, the two years we've been working with Curtin University doing um, uh, a more in depth look into the, the psychology of it, um, and we're sort of preempting it a bit. But what surprised the psychologists was that the guys that we're seeing are normal, everyday guys, and their penises are normal, everyday penises, and they all want. Uh, a moderate increase in, in size, you know, they're not necessarily looking to be hung like a donkey or something.
0: Not going for um, a porn star to... type of um, career. You
1: no, know, the only guys who, who want to be like that are the guys who are on the big side to start with. And you, know, you say, well, you don't need to do anything. Cause that's, that's a, that's a big dick. Yeah. Um, and you know, I bet they say the same thing to, to you, but bigger is, is always better yeah but that's probably smaller the majority of them um, the, the, the study seems to be showing normal sized penises they want to be just a bit on the bigger than average sort of size and when they are they're happy um, and so that's been that's been encouraging um we're just waiting to, to write that up and um, and get that published um, but yeah there's um, uh, that's useful because that's never been. Shown before nobody's ever done a study like that. no one's ever done a study
0: like that I know no. that's that's fantastic and it's great to get some really objective data um, from what we've been doing now for many years well um, look uh, we, we've uh, that's been a really great insight into what's uh, quite a niche procedure um, you're a niche individual uh, dr. Jason notes <laughs> and I'm glad that I met you and in, in, uh, serendipity to uh, 2016 I think it was and trained me up in this procedure and it's been uh uh, success story I think ever since um, and I'm really looking forward to talking more about penises um, it's a topic that we don't get to discuss as, as males that, that much uh, in the open um, as you said and, and I have a general practice background um, and even my patients my male patients don't really talk to me much about the penis um, because I, I think it's just one of those things that guys don't like to talk about they may want to talk to their friends or, or their doctor or something about you know about their penis but we've opened up that conversation and guys are very, once they decide they are comfortable talking to us about it, there's a lot to say. Um, so I'm really looking forward to doing a few more of these shows with you, Jace, um, to talk more about that um, and some of the findings um, we, we've made. Um, and, um, you know, so, some of the things we've seen with the procedure, things that work well, things that don't, um, even, even topics such as erectile dysfunction, um, how that plays out, um, some of the psychology behind it, um, and some of the, the, the types of patients we've seen um, and their experiences. So yeah, really looking forward to
1: Yeah, so much to, to talk about here. Um, and we will gradually get to everything in this uh, uh, sort of subject area. Um, we'll have some guest speakers coming uh, in, people who are experts um, in their areas. Um, and if, if people have questions that they want to ask us uh, topics that they want us to cover, then yeah, if they can uh, leave us a comment and uh, then we'll make sure that we can cover that as well.
0: Beautiful. Excellent. Well, thanks so much, Jason. I hope you guys are holding up uh, well in Perth. I uh, don't feel isolated. We're just on the other end of a zoom call. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> thanks Dr. Gab. Look, I look forward to speaking to you again soon.
0: Okay. Thanks. Bye. I'll catch you later.